From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, depression chopped. Go, go, dancing. And various other things. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and good night. Welcome to another episode of The Long Shot. And it's a good one. It yeah! Is a, it is a podcast. With me tonight on the podcast, Amber Kenny. Hola. Jamie Flom. Eh, buenos dias. And Joe Wagner. Guten Tag! <laughs> uh, we just recorded an episode. Now we're recording our second episode of the night. We'll see what happens. We keep doing podcasts about podcasts we've mm-hmm. got. I think your sleeve cuffs are so sexy. I know, I They're know. pretty cool, right? I don't know how they didn't come up earlier. It's paisley. They're like you psychedelic wore that paisley. Shirt at the podcast festival. Yeah, it's a I sharp shirt. It, yeah. Have you taken it off since the podcast no, festival? I have not changed. You look since. hot, Sean. Thank you. I asked if it was reversible and you made fun of me. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um But you get why I would ask that. No? Nobody? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, so cool. we want we want to check in, right? We want to do checking in <laughs> to start the show. We would love to check. Can't in. have anything happen without a checking in, right? Yeah. I would like to go first, if I may, <gasps> on this episode. Mamma Handle mia. it. Handle it. Uh, okay, I want to read you guys a couple of messages that I have received on Facebook at various times. <clears throat> the first one I received almost exactly a year ago. That was about like a, time like I went to a June year Lake. ago from now, it, it was last year? Yes. Hmm. Uh, and I will say, I won't mention this person's name, but Thank if people you. wanted to research it, they could probably figure out who it was. It is from a former manager of mine. I thought you were going to say member of the podcast. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> 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 it, it would be fairly easy to figure that uh, out. This is what my manager wrote. And I've had several managers over the course of my career. Not, not, not your current manager. Not my current manager, okay. which I don't have right now. Okay. <laughs> um, looking for management. Aren't we all? <laughs> First message a year ago. Is this the same Sean Conroy I managed for a few years? Would love to hear from you as I'm now producing for television. He... he this person then this lists, is a great message to get. lists a show that they're involved with uh, on television, basic cable, but still an actual show, and other things. Then he leaves, this person leaves his oh, it's a mail. phone number. I know, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, I said, indeed it is. They have a phone number. Um, my Clue. first album is downloadable from my website. Great to hear from you. I'll call you soon. I never called, but I was just You being should have. Second message I got Saturday, this Saturday mm. at three thirty in the afternoon. Okay. Wow. Sorry, two thirty in the afternoon. Oh, thank you. No, this changes. Hard to. That's much. I just saw your name and was reminded how you fired me as your manager with a letter, a letter. After all the time I spent on your career, you sent me a short letter. Wow. Guys like you give the business a bad reputation. Oh, my God. Wow. Maybe they have like a split personality thing happening? Because he never responded or just... 
No, he did respond. I did, yeah. But this is oh, all right. So basically, this message is coming a year after a positive message. Correct. Of, hey, how are you? Let's reconnect. Correct. So it's almost like something then happened. It, then it, and I will tell then you, that occurred to it didn't occur to him then. He didn't remember right. then. This is what I mean. Like he, it's like a tonal personality. Wow. This goes back over a decade. Also, by the way. this was 13 years ago that we stopped working together. And this is this is a person whose life has not gone well. If he's sending this to me now, right? That is odd. I have a few questions. Go. One is the appropriate way to fire someone. A letter seems sort of oh, formal no. and polite. And this is what this is what my friend Andy said to me the other night when I showed it to him. He's like, you, "You're taking more time and care than yeah. most people." But what it was was I called him. It's even he, more complicated right. than that. I was supposed to have a sit down with him to talk about our relationship and the state of my career, <clears throat> which was... Um, Not great. More of Pennsylvania. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I went to see him at his office, and his assistant said, oh, he can't see you right now. Can you come back in an hour? And I said, sure. I feel so bad for that assistant. And I, I came back in an hour, and he still couldn't see me. My sense was that he knew something was wrong. So I left again, came back an hour later. So meanwhile, I'm killing time right. in the streets Voiding, of New York yeah. City. I go back again, still can't see me. So You're I talking three hours? Yeah. So I called him and I said, This just confirms what I already felt, which is that we should not be working together. And I would like to not do that anymore. But when you work with someone in that relationship, you sign a contract with them. So my lawyer who happens to be, or at that time at least, but you was did tell my, him this over the phone. I'm trying to that follow. we yeah I fired okay. him over the phone. Gotcha. My lawyer at that time, uh, who happened at that time to be uh, my mother, still is my mother. I would probably go to someone else for legal advice at mother. this point. Um, she said just to make sure you should send him a registered letter saying that your relationship. Right. Is void. So that it's on record somewhere. Correct. So that's what I did. And the way he remembers it (laughs) is is that I was just an asshole who sent him a letter to fire him. And I I have no idea what the contents of that letter was, but the way you're describing it, it sounds like it was probably pretty professional and Yeah. It wasn't like you fucking piece of shit. You didn't write fuck you in your own feces or something. So (laughs) (laughs) No, I wrote it in someone else's feces. (laughs) Uh so, but the problem is when he says people like you are what give this business right. a bad name. People who write letters? That really bothers me. It shouldn't, but it really bothers me. Right. Well, I think because you, in particular, I think everyone hates people that give this business a bad name, yeah. but you in particular. Maybe. Yeah. And, generally, and to be <clears throat> accused of that yourself. Well, the industry itself is, would you give it. The bad name. Mm-hmm. The people well, that's that are, what I mean. Like, really, I'm the one who's I'm giving the, the business a bad name. Yeah, it's me, right. Sean Conroy. Yeah, it's all is you. giving show business a bad <laughs> name. Yes, from Broadway is. to podcasting. Yes, um, audible. So I debated. <laughs> I debated whether or not to respond. Oh my goodness! Oh, mama mia! I couldn't decide. <laughs> I'm excited. You did. And you, I finally you responded. Did. That's I what did. we're talking about. I did respond. 
and I said, I'm sorry, this is how, and, and oh, here was the problem with my response, is that I didn't really plan it out, I just wrote it, and because it's on Facebook, when I would hit return, it, it would send. Oh, it would already send. So Oy. I was like, oh, I gotta hurry up and finish this. So I didn't really, it's okay, but I don't, I didn't really put enough thought into it. Right. Okay. This is what I'm, I said. I'm excited. Well, you know, the I'm sorry, like this is how you that. remember it. I actually called you to fire you and then sent you a letter for legal reasons so that I could be sure our relationship, which had been cemented with a contract, was dissolved. I feel like that was a reasonable thing to do. I have always striven to, con to conduct myself, both within this business and in my personal life, with honesty, integrity, and kindness. Hells yeah. Certainly I have failed in all those areas at times, but it is not because I haven't tried. The fact that your memory of me after well over a decade is that I am someone who gives this business a bad name means to me that I have failed to communicate to you who I am as a person and also that you have an extremely tenuous grasp on reality. Booyah. This business has a bad name with good reason and neither needs nor has received any help from me in that regard. I think if you did a little research, you would find that it is not uncommon for the manager-talent relationship to not work out. No disrespect to you, but I would be shocked if I was the only person who ever fired you. That's just how it goes. Being a beginning comics manager is like dating in junior high school. Whatever the case, your anger saddens me. I have nothing but fond memories of you as a person. I wish you happiness and good health. All best, Sean. Boom. That is That's a great <clears throat> response. Is that a good one? Whoa. Yeah. yeah, you know why, too? Because you... Stayed you, the bigger man. Yeah, but that allows you to actually really give the jabs mm -hmm. when you need to that's sure. that's the combo the secret jabs. that kind of I, I i remember the first time somebody described to me what passive aggressive behavior was because i had never heard that before and now you go through life and there are situations like that where you're you're not being passive aggressive in an unjustified way you're being able to do that because you've been a Hacked right already so everything you were describing to him was basically saying you you should know this about the business but it appears as though you don't <laughs> <laughs> so i can let me educate you yeah. a little bit uh and and especially too when you it's a very effective tool to say like hey i'm not perfect either Right. Which then allows you to say, but I'm not the crazy one here, <laughs> <laughs> which is what you were doing, which I is guess great. So. I mean, and I really yeah. do feel like there's something wrong. There. There's got to like, be. It's like, beyond a misunderstanding. Well, it, it is a you're you are remembering this in a way to for whatever reason right now, you've got to make yourself well, the victim here. And, and that not was only not that, the that case. There's, it seems like there's this venom yeah. to the anger that. Should have subsided in a decade. Wait, even in the way he said a letter twice yeah. is right. strange. Uh, did he respond? Like as if a letter was oh, yeah. the most ridiculous thing That's in the a world. Polite. Did, yeah. Did he? Did he respond? Yes. 
we this is the best. Oh my god. Let's just do this the rest of the night. No, he didn't respond. Damn uh. it. <laughs> Did he read it though? Because on Facebook, it's red. Yeah, he definitely oh, read it. Oh, red, baby. He probably almost wanted you to be like, um, more aggressive or name calling so mm -hmm. that he could be justified in remembering you as an asshole. Well, that's why you did it so perfectly yeah. because it's like. And what I said is true. I have nothing but. You know, right, right. But what's in it for him to come at you like that? I have Other than no just idea. being angry, Did he bitter. just like remember? It came back to him in a dream. I mean, as somebody said to me when I, when I read this to him, he was like, oh, he's got to be an old man by this time. And clearly, like, he has not lived a happy life. Right. So, this but he's Broadway producing. Danny Rose. <laughs> <laughs> he's producing TV shows a year that ago. That show is no longer on the air. Ah. So. Uh, oh, I think I know who this might be. No, you don't. You don't. New York based? Yes. Well, let's not say it. <laughs> I will not. I will not. Uh, so anyway, that's my checking in, and that's and and, and I will one. say like I I felt <laughs> badly. I felt badly when I Joe just wrote the name of the person. <laughs> oh, I got it. And he's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been Do around. You, I've been around. <laughs> you know him. The uh, this is an older gentleman. <laughs> I felt badly when I got it. Of course. And I felt much better after I wrote back, you know? It definitely made me feel better. So, because like I said, I could, I, I was like, I could just like n ignore this and it will not right. be an issue. But I just felt so slighted by it, you know? Um, and I well, couldn't. Especially so long afterwards. It's so know, unexpected, it's, so random. Yeah. It's just weird. It, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. And it'd be one thing if you had asked him for a favor and he came back like, oh, ho, ho, guy who no, fired he me. He was at home right. in New York at 5.30 on a Saturday and thought, this is a good time to write to this guy that I managed 13 years he ago. He had to been drunk. What's that? That's a drunk. You think so? Yeah. Well, you know what, dude? Here's the thing. This person is uh, on the older side of the business. <laughs> you keep saying that like it's <laughs> like a 95-year-old. No, no, no. But, um, but you know what? Uh, this is something I've been just beginning to experience once you really understand that you are gonna die uh, uh over the hill, just crossing over the hill that you're on the other side of the hill in show business it will fuck with your head in that way where you will begin to do desperate things like send you know a kind of uh, you know an unpleasant communication like that way after the fact that's incorrect essentially yeah because he's sitting there going it's not like before and so then you have to you have to make an excuse for why it's not right and it's because of people like sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're just giving this a letter a letter <laughs> as if i wasn't able to yeah, read why it why didn't first you time. skywrite it like yeah. you're you know Maybe he was going to slap him across the face. <laughs> I sent I sent the response I sent to to my friend Andy Skunda because I had read the whole thing to him. So I sent <laughs> him the response and he was like, All I can say is I can't believe you sent this to me in an email. <laughs> <laughs> an email. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> 
So anyway, that's my checking in. That was my weekend. Oh, that's <clears> good. <throat> you have a good one. How do you follow that? <laughs> Wait, I actually, this isn't my checking in, but uh-huh. I have something to talk about that just reminded me about that. Uh-huh. And might as well, huh? Yeah. Um, one of my biggest regrets in life to date is after a breakup um, with some distance, I uh, developed an insane amount of anger about the situation and wrote an email that I to this day wish I hadn't sent because it was one of those things that I should have slept on. I should have written it and then printed it out and like burned Burn it in it, a right. bonfire and like right. danced out my feelings right. because right. they're like I said things that cannot be unsaid and um, I said them at a peak of anger that how long after the relationship was this? A couple weeks. That's too soon. Yeah. And I regret it. I and I, f- I, I, I will have waves of guilt about it today. Mm. You know, it, I really, really regret it. So it's better than thirteen years. You should have waited though. thirteen years. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, a couple of weeks. You're still feeling it, right? But then I like immediately. Oh God. Yeah, because then he wrote back, and then I wrote back kind well, of like... Well, then you're in the middle of a thing. Well, then I kind of wrote back like, I'm sorry that I said any of that. So it was like undercutting everything I said. And I just looked right. batshit Which insane. Which you sincerely believe right. the things you said. So right. to say, like, I'm sorry I said those things. But I also was sincere about being apologetic for mm-hmm. saying those things. Right. So I again, the whole thing was like a mess, and I feel really bad about it still. I, and that relationship seems like it will never be repaired. Mm-hmm. That's quite good. And it's my fault. Um, it reminded me of a. I get emails all the time from comics that feel slighted. Um, You're like, dude. But one in particular, and it was um, a comic we all know and hold dear, perhaps. I don't know, but it was this like top. late <laughs> night. Um, he's redhead, but not carrot top. Hint, hint. Um, but it was clearly like a 2 a.m. like drunk email or, t- or Facebook message. The like, king? you know, back before you were here, I was getting spots all the time. I don't know what the fuck happened. Or who put you in charge? But I can't wait till you're no longer the well, booker now there. Well, I don't want to help him. Red, and I know. I buttons. mean, my first thing was I got I could ignore this, but it's someone that, you know, it's from the comedy world. I came up in and someone I know. Right. So I took a couple of days, but I sent a letter that yours reminded me of it. Like was like I hold you in the highest regard. I did not expect this coming from you, especially from him. I, th- I think he's funny. Right. And I can't book anyone. But it was like um I was like but that it really hurts coming from you. And if you had simply said. Hey, I'd love to get booked more. Or right. there's a, the tact that you chose is the exact opposite of what you should have done. And for that mounting, and I understand it too, when you're feeling slighted by someone or this industry is not giving you what you want, um, and wanting you to blame other people. Thirteen years. Yeah. It, uh, th- that's an, I think. Did that, he respond to your? And I've seen response? him several times since he did. He's like, I felt like such an asshole the next day. Um, and his girlfriend, I've seen him at parties and stuff, and every time now, there's like this big hug, and like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm like, it's all good. Well, it's tough, because everyone is looking at the world through their point of view. So he just is seeing it as some personal attack when it wasn't. Not at all. And I'm so glad that I wrote that letter back. Like, Instead I felt so good. Because now, like, I have to ignore, like, half the emails I get, even especially the angry ones. Like, I don't have enough time in a day to engage yeah. every single person. Well, it's a whirlwind over there. It is a whirlwind. We'll get it, into that. I think that it just goes to show that, especially in this business where people can be so sensitive and delicate and you perceive a slight that wasn't necessarily there, but it's like these are emotional spikes, you know? And it sometimes it's just going to happen, 
And it's okay. It's okay. Like, it's human. Yeah, we all have all right. of those feelings. It's human. I think it's very interesting you said that when you did see the guy next to you, he was like, I felt bad about that, you know, because it's like, obviously, then he was able to have some self-awareness of it. But, but I think probably because of your response, who knows, maybe because of your response, Sean, like, when you, when you counter that kind of emotional spasm with just, like, straight kind of sense mm -hmm. it's hopefully it works you don't you don't know we don't really know what this well, guy's ultimately thinking for now. me what it was was i don't care what goes on <laughs> with him right but it's gonna bother me to just leave that hanging out there unanswered right Cause this, that, that I'm what's wrong with this business? Yeah, that that I give this business a bad name. To a letter, broad a, a letter swipe. <laughs> yeah, I mean a letter's was... classy. Yeah, <laughs> I give this. I mean, just think about that. He must have that, that letter. I give this business. Have you ever heard about this business? <laughs> no, but you know, you know what the interesting thing is. I think when people, when people blow something out of proportion like that. To me, I always think it's this is a reflection of how much you know that you messed something up. Mm -hmm. And so, but you're, 13 you're years later, you have still not been able deflect, to deflect, accept deflect. that. And now you're going to spin it in a way that makes you the bad guy. I also look at and it and I go, absolutely know that I that's go, not what's true. the end game here for him? Like, what's the upside? That was just to make just himself to feel. Yeah. It was, yeah. That was it. That was all it was. Was just hurtful, right? Because he can't. That's less hurt. That's less guilt on his mind. Yeah, it justifies him and his failures, right? Because it wasn't on him, right? It was on assholes like you. That sucks for sending him a letter. <laughs> a letter. Whoever that guy is, get your shit together. I can we keep on the subject and I'll check in. Yeah, because it's right in line with this. Okay. Um. I had the best rap the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always love. I mean, I'm sure you're right, but I always love when Jamie says things like that and then has something completely <laughs> unrelated. I had a you wrote too. a letter to Chipotle. <laughs> a letter. <laughs> I got free the. <laughs> I got free chips for like, a week. That <laughs> would be amazing. This is, is this I like business. How, I like how Joe's response from Chipotle and Jamie's <laughs> response from Chipotle were two complete. Joe's was I got free guac for life, and Jamie's was I got free chips for the week. <laughs> I, I, like I think that says so much about how people live their lives. <laughs> that first week was amazing. So what happened? What happened? I got guacamole all over my hands. Okay. Um, no, I've been um, I've been in a very angry place for a while, like the last couple months. But really, in the last month, like, and taking a lot of my anger out on my place of work huh. and blaming. <clears throat> it's in transition again. Do you want me to book a second room? I won't get into all that. But I've been in such a very negative place, and like I, you know, I try to be positive, and you know me and my self development and right. All that kind of stuff. You can get that on audible.com. They have self-development <laughs> right. category. Self-helpless. Yes. Um, Pre-suicidal. But so much anger, and I'm, t I'm starting to blame, and, I, and I, I'm looking at, I haven't been taking as much action and producing the things I want, and keep forgetting, and I know we've, I've talked about this before, like, I still have 
this platform of this club in our second room to do these right. great things and having so a lot of people would love to have and well that i think that's part of the reason that it's you know I, they're not you don't screwed up Slow sentence. i mean there's pressure there there's so much pressure but i but I, I instead of just stepping up and and making that place as great as it can be in the last few months it's i've been angry mm. and, and placing blame and just spending a lot of time in that hatred zone what is causing your anger do you know yeah powerlessness I've, yeah it's lack of control it really is like i i really feel like i know of that place yeah mm-hmm. and seeing them make all these decisions and some of them are good and sometimes some aren't and but just i have to remember you know what i hate so much in comedians um not all comedians but um is that um they're giving the business a bad name <laughs> they are you're talking about sean conroy <laughs> <laughs> the entitlement sure. that uh, th- that's uh. what kills me and flipping the script and, and looking at myself i'm, I'm seeing that i am <coughs> that you always hate in others what you hate and it's know. true and I'm, i feel so entitled Ugh, there. like i've been there that. five years and they should be coming to me forgetting that it's like this massive company and i'm like you know they don't need to worry about me and it doesn't make it any less, you know, frustrating because I want to do these things. I'm like, you're doing this room and right. and I'm complaining about the little things and the sacrifice I'm have to make and, and the compromises to make this new room what it should be. And But inst- I'm coming off entitled and I just kind of saw that. I saw that myself and I was like, you're doing the exact same things. I've been just calling out all the comics and agents and managers, all these people that are constantly hounding me. Um, but that's... A, a amazing breakthrough. It's an amazing breakthrough, but... Also, you know, I've preached on this podcast, like, you know, if you take care of yourself and, you know, how many times have I stopped drinking and right. and doing all these things and I'm back to the gym. The last two and a half months, like, I, I've been as good as I've been in a long time. And That's good. As consistent at the gym as I've been in forever and didn't drink almost all last month. And for the first time, usually those things, like, I just, you know, I get that glow back and this was the oh, first. Oh, you're still uh, angry. You're the still. the the outside life, the professional life, isn't necessarily changing because of the personal changes you're making. When I'm still, I'm not feeling the glow. Back in a moment with more from <laughs> Doctor Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't wait to hear what Doctor Joe has to say. Um, no, but is that it? Basically, it that like you you feel like you're improving in one section of your life, but it's not necessarily affecting the other. No, I, I just. On a more basic level, I just physically and mentally, and I've been meditating like every day more so than ever. Like, usually there's like a turn where it's like after two or three weeks, and it's everything's like everything's magic. Everything's magic, and so I'm in this state and it's like this palpable last couple of weeks of like, am I like de- really truly depressed? Like, I've, it's something I've never, you know, I've I've never wanted to do antidepressants and, and stuff like that. But for right. the first time, like whatever this is, that I'm feeling. I I don't want to feel that anymore, right. <laughs> and I'm willing to do things I haven't done before, and I'm taking it a little bit more seriously. So anyway, that's that's where I'm at, and I thought maybe I would come to you guys. Um, we are do any of you take antidepressants? Nope. Mm. So I mean, basically, you're thinking of medi- whether to take medication or not. Yeah, well, for the first time, I'm seriously considering it. I haven't made right. a decision either way. I want to see a therapist. Sure. But if they always say depression is anger turned inwards. And I wonder if anger could be depression turned, turned outwards. outwards. Mm. Oh. I'm lost. Whoa. I'm only half serious with that, but, but I no, it sounds it like super kind legit. Doctor Sean. Uh, I got my degree in the mail, by the way. <laughs> A letter. 
a letter. Well, the are you file. saying, not to put words in your mouth, Sean, Please don't. are you saying that if he maybe expressed his anger or got it out in some way, that that might help? No, but that sounds reasonable. Are you, wait, are you <laughs> saying... <laughs> pressure, pressure, anger. Uh, no, that wasn't that really. <laughs> like he's still doing Joe's that. still doing the math. <laughs> the emotional math. Uh, that really wasn't what I was saying, but I mean that sounds like a reasonable thing. Because well, if you have this much anger, and you're not expressing it, you're not gonna not be depressed, no right. matter. Well, what we, I've been talking about this for so long too. Like, I mean, the idea of being fully expressed as a human, and I still feel like I'm not completely. Um, even this weekend when I was in June Lake, like for whatever reason, I was just comfortable around people. I was a different version of myself. Sure. Um, and it, obviously, I just wasn't judging every thought as much as I... You were also high. For part of it, yeah. And that's part of... And then, like, should I be smoking pot every day? Um, and these are the things I've been grappling yes. with for... Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. realizing this is, like, you know, the last five years. Like, consistently, this is my life. And also, the other thing I, I deal with every single day is, like, I get into work, and by one or two, like, exhausted like like legit like just i need to take a nap right now and i cannot focus as soon as i get my, my the, the you know what i need to get done for the day done just in a fog right and i've taken that for granted or just like like that's like oh i guess that's how you feel but this is like months and months like right. feeling i'm kind of living in a fog and also just seeing how much my fucking brain talks <laughs> like it's constant chatter and i know that's what we all deal with as human beings but like jesus shut the fuck up <laughs> like even today, like getting back to LA from on this five hour trip, like as we're getting closer, like the reality coming back and the mind chatter just gets louder, louder and louder. Anyway, I got just, I'm ready to nip in the bud because I really do want to, like, I've been talking about taking my career to the next level and doing all these things that I want to be doing. And I've been taking these tiny steps over the last few years. Um, but I'm ready to get over that hump. And so I'm evaluating, you know, what do I do to make that happen? And you think antidepressants is the way to go? Mm. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know it, either. You're I, only one person can tell you that, and that's your therapist, right? I guess. I mean, my my parents are very much proponents of it because they've seen it change um, their life. My mom, in particular, and they think it's a great tool and it can really help jumpstart things. And I've always been against it, just because like I don't want to be constantly going back and trying to figure out what's going to work and what's not going to work. And you know, people say you do it for like a month and then like, oh, we got to take it back. And like, I don't want to be experimenting in that cycle like i'm going back and forth and but think about this if you do that for a month or two and then it works for the next 30 years yeah you know it's worth it hmm i will say this this isn't helpful and it isn't what you're talking about when it comes to antidepressants but i have um i think i'm prone to magical thinking a little bit like you where I think that there's this one activity that is the key to unlocking the secrets of the rest of my life. Of so like if I run a half marathon, then I will have a comedy career. I know it doesn't even make sense out loud, but I was legitimately like, okay, I accomplished that goal. All right. Rest of the universe, like pour it on me and kind of was depressed. I'm working on, being able to um, do things that I know are good for me and are those goals and they are those goals alone and it doesn't mean anything or speak to any other part of my life and if I want to fix that other part of my life, it's another thing to work on. I mean, even cleaning my room. 
I think part of me thought magically overnight I wouldn't have any problems anymore. And I know that sounds insane, but I think we all do it. That's why we right. buy specific products. That's why we go to the gym. Sonos. <laughs> we, we, we all want that silver bullet to fixing our problems. And, and I think the exciting thing and the unfortunate thing is there isn't one. It's just a matter of like showing up. I thought it was that wicker... That wicker fucking cabinet. But that doesn't mean you can't take joy in these little goals and work on these things. Well, but there, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be a, a panacea. Is that the right word? Yes. Oh wow. What I'm curious about, Jamie, is is, uh, are you thinking about, or do you, when you get like this, do you think about the stuff that is working, or that's gone right, or is a positive feeling, or like this was a great show that I helped book and. People were happy or like, is there, is there, does there feel like there's not enough of that stuff to focus on positively to like? No, that's kind of the psyche part is that there is a lot of that, a lot of uh, great things going on in my life. I keep reading even studies that say scientists and therapists, gratitude is it. It is gratitude. The key. But but, I know but you're saying that even though you 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 can acknowledge it, it's not necessarily. It doesn't feel like it's swaying you into a better feeling place. Not you're just kind of like yeah. well, yeah. But still, you're still like but still this this and that. Right. Right. I don't know. I, I'm I'm very thankful, and you know, try to count my blessings every day. You know, like right. You know, on paper, like, I have a perfect life. I really do. And I have an amazing job that like really is, you know, if you told me I'd be booking a comedy club five years ago when we right. started this podcast, I would have laughed. But um, right. You've been doing it a long time now. I know. I think, I mean, part of it is just growing pains of like, I think it is every five years. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to change things up and I'm ready for that. And I, Yeah. I also, I mean, I'm just thinking about myself in terms of that stuff because that's all I ever think about is myself. And... uh you know, I saw a friend of mine, and I know I'm prone to this, but I saw a friend of mine the other day, for the first time in a long time, uh, she was out visiting from New York, and she is, I've been friends with her for a long, long time, like basically, as long as I've been friends with Eddie, I've been friends with her. And she's very, well, she's been to therapy a lot, and she really talks like a therapist. Like, mm-hmm. I love talking to her because she always makes me feel better. And we're just talking about my work situation and whatever. And, uh, you know, she was like, I'm so happy for you that you're doing this. You're doing so well, whatever. And I was like, but I'm not making as much money, and I'm not doing this, and I'm not right. a da 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 And she was just like, you know. Shut up. Yes. Yes. Um, and I was like, no, you're right. You're right. That's great. Right. That's great. Um, I think that is important. I I think that is a very basic thing to remind yourself of when it all starts to feel too heady, like just that it's your thoughts that you find whatever it is that grounds you into the very specific day-to-day interactions, uh, the good ones that let you feel like you you did something active, you know, or... You push something in the right direction you want it to. Mm -hmm. And there'll always be something lacking or people have something more than you. And if your focus is on that, you will 
go insane. I, 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 I have been kind of going through this for the last two years because I haven't worked steadily in mm -hmm. two years. And it's been a lot of freelance and a lot of up and down and a lot of uncertainty. And uh, it was actually for the last couple of weeks where I've had to very, very consciously tell myself, I'm in the here and now. This is what it is. <laughs> and I can accept I can <laughs> accept it. No, I mean like that it's in front of me, I could tell. No, 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 no. But I mean, you know, that like it's it's a very it's re it's weird because it really sounds like you're just coming down to saying like you could either feel bad about your life sucking or you could go, Well, my life is what it is. And I don't necessarily have to put a judgment on that. I like just, I just had the thought that you would be saying a lot of those things like i am in the here and now this is what it is those are over there <laughs> at the end of the under day. me is that which is that <laughs> <laughs> i am talking <laughs> uh no but i think it's like you know it's it's a kind of zen place of you you, you know you're where you're supposed to be, and if it doesn't feel right now, it's not because it isn't. It's just because that's what it seems like. And if you just focus on whatever those very specific tasks are, that you'll get to, you'll get to something else. You'll just get to it. I think that's that's that is key. Is, is focusing on the tasks right. that will move you forward. I think it's just, it's, it's the anger thing. Which is something I, I usually, you know, there's always something brewing in all of us. What about like a boxing? Yeah, that's what uh, I'm thinking. I'm I was just, just thinking you know karate. <laughs> yeah, like just get a big, a heavy bag and just maybe it's just getting that excess energy out. You know what's funny? When I was in high school, I got in a fight with my girlfriend and I punched a mirror, a big mirror. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> it was hot. there for a second. That's yeah, hot. <laughs> and, you know, it was a big deal and my parents made me go and get a punching bag. Wow, I've had anger issues for a while. Hey, you know what? <laughs> yeah, try well, especially it. because I think you want so badly to. I'm saying this because I feel like we have similar uh, issues with this of like being the nice one, yeah. being liked, but you're also entitled to have the full range of feelings. And I, I truly believe that there's ways to do that without being a dickhead, but you have to let that shit out. Yeah, the nice thing is that is a major thing. I'm talking thing. to myself. No, it's true. I, I just saw my, my inbox grow. Every time I check my email over the weekend, I was like, all right, now my work inbox is at 350, now 400. And they're all people asking me to do something for them. And it really is that, exactly that. And I, I right. feel this obligation. And, and I, that was one breakthrough I had today. I was like, shit, I got to get back to these so I can get back. Like, I'm doing these favors no, on my own schedule. Yeah, they, they would be lucky to hear back from you. Anyway. Um, I want to be thought of as the nice guy as well. Mm -hmm. I know that's never going to happen. Uh, but I think it's because in some ways, maybe I'm better at letting out and not... You have boundaries that Jamie and I maybe are still working right. on creating. We right. need to... They're key to our happiness right. overall. Um, but not saying that I'm happy. Sure. But I mean, for better or worse, for me, because you know I've gotten both sides of it. But um, I have always <laughs> admired your ability to just say what you're thinking and what's on your mind. I mean, I think ultimately I am a nice guy, but I think there are many people who would not. Right. 
either agree with that or have realized that because I was just talking about this with, uh, well, I won't even get into who I was talking about it with, but that I'm oh. a scary person in a sense because right. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to tell you what I think. Well, in any that, given moment, and you also are tall, like you've I'm got like, like nine hundred pounds and eleven feet tall. Yes. So it's like a it's a combi, right? right. Um, Whereas there's nothing intimidating about. But that. Wait, wait, at what point did you do you think there's a point like where you just didn't give a shit what people would think? No, I don't. No, I mean I I do I really do care what people think. I mean that's why it was so hurtful to me to get this right. email right. from this guy I haven't spoken to in years right. and years and years because I'm like. Oh no! There's someone who doesn't like me, you know. Um, but for whatever reason, and it probably has to do with like, I don't know, the way I was raised or something. I have just always felt like I need to be honest with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know what I think the tough thing is for you, Jamie, though, and and actually hearing you say a specific number in terms of your email inbox, like that. <laughs> this is probably the time that I've felt the whirlwind most you just saying like 350 400 emails like that's an unnatural volume of communication you happen to have a position where you receive that much communication that's not natural one and two you're in a position of authority and if you want to be liked that's the last thing as a position of authority that you can count on because part of the job is that you won't be you just won't be and I think maybe if you if you take that in and let and let it go and realize that you're going to just do the best you can in terms of helping people out, but it, it's not going to be everybody. It's just not going to be. I remember when I started my first improv group in 1992. Okay. I had been improvising for three years at that point. And what ended up happening, which I think ends up happening a lot in improv, was that there were people I really liked working with and people I did not care to work with at all. And I was working with both right. equally. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend at that time who I worked with, who I loved performing with. And I said, I want to start an improv group. I want you to do it with me. And I will be the asshole. Like, in other words, if there's somebody that we need not to be working with anymore, I will be the person right. who tells that person we right. don't want to work with them anymore. Because what would happen is you'd get all these people Just and, grinding their teeth. and nobody yeah. wanted to be the one who said, I don't want to do this with you anymore. Like, right. we need you to go away and do something else. Um, and so so that was, that was the thing was like, it's not because I'm an asshole. It's just because... Somebody has to have that weight fall on them. Right. And I don't, I'm uncomfortable with it. I mean, I did fire one person from that improv group. Your manager. No. <laughs> uh, but that was a very difficult conversation to have because right. it was somebody who was supposedly an equal creatively. Right. And I had to say, look, I just don't think it's working out with you in the group. So um, it's awkward. But, you know, it, I didn't feel like a bad, I didn't, I wasn't comfortable doing it, but it didn't make me feel like a bad person to do it, you know, because it wasn't working. You being, you doing your job well, Jamie, isn't, isn't, doesn't mean satisfying everyone exactly the way they want things. Right. 
That's really what you're comes down to. You're looking at the bigger picture, and they're looking at their picture. Right. No, I've gotten that. I've gotten much better at that, and it still right. kills me to send a lot of those emails. But um, right. the other side of it too is the expectations that I, that I have to meet. Of you know, I work for a corporation, right. right? And we have to keep all these other people happy. So I'm constantly having to compromise the integrity of what I'm trying to do to put on the best shows I think are possible for that venue. So. But I think that's all you can do, though. It is all I can do. Like, and you can only do the best that you possibly can right. while still meeting yeah. the requirements that are placed upon you by your employers and your coworkers and your friends and your employees and, you know, all that stuff. For sure. And, I mean, what sucks sometimes for me, what brings me down, is thinking that not everyone in the comedy world, and this is just me wanting to be liked by everybody, and wanting people that I think are cool and doing cool things to think that I'm doing cool things, is that if they don't have the full context, they could look at a lineup on one particular night and be like, oh, shit, what the fuck is going on at this club? You know, and who's the booker there? Why is Sean Conroy performing right. seven sets in a row on the <laughs> same same show? That happened twice. Really? No. It's just inevitable. It is inevitable, and it's not giving a show what people think, and it's, it's so much and easier said than done. Maybe I'm wrong, but you might not be giving other people enough credit. They might, as much as they're going to be fighting and gunning for what's best for them, I don't know if they immediately go to, like, you're a bad person, everything that's wrong. No, no, it's very narcissistic. The club is your fault. So, I don't know. I mean, this is all all part of a bigger picture of, like, where my, my brain is at right now. Um, just for the first time in years, I was just like, I'm, I'm so ready to get past all this. That's great. And I think what's really important is to remember that I think like Amber was saying, like if you, uh, uh, you, you can imagine reactions, but it's really a waste of time until the actual reaction happens and you have to deal with it. I mean, and that would suck too, but you, then you get through that. But there's so much wasted mental energy in imagining the reaction. We all yes. do it, though. That's the tough thing, where it's like the more you can let that go. Well, also, and focus that your on thoughts work. aren't true. Right. Just because right. you think it. Well, and that's the thing. True. And then, like, it's at a you know, fever pitch right now, this fucking brain, those thoughts. Right. So the meditation isn't tampering that? It's definitely better than not doing it. And a lot of them are just like these guided meditations on gratitude and stuff like that. And. They're good, and overall, I don't know. I feel now the more we're just talking about with you guys right it's now, good. I'm like, I'm oh, God, shut up, Jamie. Life no, is fine. But, no, but, but that's part of getting it out. Yeah, you need to get it out. I right, think, you, you're I, in the meadow. I it's the so wind <laughs> is it's whistling like, at least through the your hair. I do. They're not like that. A brook burbles <laughs> nearby. I, I, I will not done listen that, to that one. It's fun, but uh, a redhead comedian. Pops out of the woods. Kathy Griffin. He's carrying. <laughs> he's carrying an email. <laughs> an email. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Jamie, we love you. Thanks, man. Yeah, and Thanks, that was man. like um, my. You don't have an easy job, dude. Of talking you do not. about. Thank you. This has been my favorite whirlwind conversation we've ever had. I don't mean favorite as in it was joy to hear that you're in pain. Uh, I don't but mean it favorite, was but it was in my top five. No, but I don't <laughs> I don't mean like it it pleases me to hear what you're going through, but it was nice to hear you share well, your Well, I don't heart. talk about the specifics and details. It's just like, oh, everything's crazy, but that's just a small peek into that. Right. And I was thinking about like over the weekend, just at a random moment, I'll think of an email I didn't answer or a comic I haven't booked in a year and or 
and then that's like you know moments of my life just living in you know guilt and all these things like that i don't need to have i heard this once and i want to know what you guys think about it i was actually thinking about it a lot in the last episode joe when you were talking about um your encounter with the homeless guy but i heard that you cannot be experiencing love and fear at the same time oh that wow. idea scares me wow <laughs> oh no <laughs> right no i think i you think know, yeah i think you're right about that i think that it's that's the struggle those and, and i, I want to i want to choose love but it's tough in this right, world right right oh wow the hmm. fucking long shot podcast, huh? What I'm saying, what I'm Heavy saying is just man. Like, love Heavy. them instead of being afraid of them. No, you're right. <laughs> I know, easier said than done, but. Uh, all right, Amber. Checking in? Yes. <laughs> I saw Borat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I feel bad at even bringing this up because it's so boring. I feel like I keep talking about it, but I had a Liquid Feet show on Saturday. That's not what I want to bring up. Mm. Um, we had uh, confetti cannons go off in multiple numbers. And I was in charge of getting the confetti cannons. And love I, the confetti cannon. I love it. Uh, it's like it easy. I got to do it at your show once, and I was so excited. <gasps> well, and They're pretty is, cool. It's good production value. Everyone's so excited. Yeah, it's like instant delight. Right. It's very exciting for the audience when they go off, too. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about just the big cardboard thing. Yeah, and yeah. you it's just, just kind of twist it's it a, and, pops and, pops. And, and confetti right. shoots out. And um, I was in charge of getting the confetti cannons, and I thought they were just regular confetti cannons, but apparently it was confetti and also <laughs> glitter. <laughs> and um, I bought a whole bunch because I figure <laughs> I figure that if um, we didn't use them all for the show, we could always use them for future shows. But um, we had enough people in the show that basically everyone grabbed one and shot it off by the end. So it was such a fucking mess and i'm i was impressed because the entire stage was covered in confetti and glitter the entire audience all the way to the back row it really traveled (laughs) wow (laughs) um so we got in trouble for that we got an email today from the theater asking us to never use confetti cannons again because apparently people had to stay for like an hour cleaning that <laughs> shit up. I just want to take a second. And I feel awful, but also I love confetti cannon, so it's like a... Yeah. In this uh, episode of The Long Shot, Jamie's <laughs> suicidal. While Perhaps Amber's dealing confetti. with... Confetti. <laughs> <laughs> confetti issues. I mean, yeah. How could I follow that? No, no, I'm sorry. That, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I'm spilling my guts over here, and you want to talk about fucking well, confetti? That's what I was a little surprised we were going to keep for fuck's sake <laughs> so yeah uh, uh which, wait a second oh. we're checking in <laughs> oh my god in the morning um but i uh talking about emails and guilt and stuff to just get that email and immediately have that i'm in trouble i'm a little kid i'm bad everyone mm-hmm. hates me feeling and i've kind of talked myself out of it throughout the day because it's just like, it's not a big deal. It happened. We won't do it again. We didn't mean it. We didn't mean any harm by it. I think that, I think intent is a big right. thing. We right. weren't like, hey, hey we're going to fuck this theater up. Right. Um, and, you know, 
but it's not great. I want I I want the theater to email afterwards saying like everything was perfect. You're awesome. Right. <laughs> but right. what are you gonna do? No, you know it's. I think it's it's it sounds so corny, but like sometimes if you literally have to remind yourself like I'm not a I'm not a bad person. I have to do that every single day. Right. You know, I mean, it's like maybe some it was a you know a mistake or right. error in judgment, but that's not that doesn't define who I am. Right. Everybody makes mistakes, you know. You My relationship with the manager I fired 13 years ago does not define who I am. Absolutely mm. not. Exactly. And no mm. one would. Think all the it's, it's all the other shit in the oh. last 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> Things just took a dark turn. <laughs> uh, all right, Joe, checking in. <laughs> Borat. Well, well, well. Oh, I'm excited. I actually have, I, I had one set, now I have, I'm going to do a, another quick one, because I had an experience recently where I could have felt a lot worse, I could have felt like more of a heel or a douchebag, but I didn't, and I felt okay with it, because I very consciously said to myself, I just made an error in judgment, that happens, right. it's okay, moving on. Uh, uh, some A friend of mine who I've known for many, many years, although I haven't seen her in a long time, but we follow each other on Twitter. She tweeted something, and I wrote, and I, half jokingly, but I because her tweet was something about like I would trade this to have this. Sure, was the gist of her tweet. Jokes and and I sure. wrote, and I wrote, um, I can't fave this. This is insane. And then she wrote back, well, you know, you might think it's insane, but this is how I feel. And then I what? was like, "You don't have to tell me what those things are, but could you t- like ballpark?" It was mo- it was like I would trade these like nice a house, thi- these nice things in it my was, life. It was house ballpark for football. <laughs> it, it actually was. It was house and car. Like I would trade my house and cars, like these nice things, material things. But essentially, it was like to attract men, like to attract men, because it was just it was a it was a like you know clearly like a I'm not in a good place relationship wise or whatever sure. and why can't I do that and right. I would trade this for that and it's also a joke to exaggerate and I happen to think this person is an, is an exemplary woman who of course why wouldn't any guy want to be with her you know what I'm saying no but I mean like someone, you would go you, she's a classic a, woman you know, you'd be a lucky guy to be with this sure. person you know you'd be a lucky guy to be with this person and, and I wrote this is insane and, and, and so we had a little back and forth she said, like, it's it's not. Uh, and then I write, okay, you convinced me. The next day, I got a DM from her saying, it just, it really upset me that you, she misremembered it because I used the word insane. This is insane. But she said that you wrote crazy, that uh, that my tweet was crazy. Um, And in a way where I felt like, okay, that's whatever, you know, whatever right. she's gone it, through. That hit some sort of. That hit something. And and so she just got b- dumped by a guy who told her she was crazy. You mean every oh, guy who ever? Knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Right? And and that's the thing you don't know. And sometimes you know, with a reply, you have a certain familiarity. I was friends. I am friends with this person, and everything's fine right, now. And, but and you in particular, I right, feel like you do a tongue in cheek kind of exactly. And she even acknowledged it as much. She was like, May- maybe you were just joking, but if you don't like something or, or, or just you don't agree with it you don't have to say it that way and i just wrote back understood uh apology for using that word won't happen again and i just kept it that simple she wrote back Cuckoo Thanks. for coconut and that was it <laughs> a letter a, a dm, DM? <laughs> 
but it was it, it, it it's the first time in a long time where I've just had to catch myself from not spinning out and going, oh my god, will this person ever like me right. again? course they did you know of course they are and it was fine it was just a misunderstanding really spiral it's fun when you're like oh shoot nobody likes me no one ever has liked me this has all been an illusion i'm alone i'm a bad person i'm the worst person since hitler i wish i were dead that spiral which is just an excuse to right it's it's like a form of narcissism yeah and it's just to beat yourself down because that's comfortable and familiar and it's easier to be there Rather well, you're than still just thinking about on. yourself, uh, right, yeah. and not thinking about the world around you. Exactly. So I that was something I experienced very recently, and I and and and, and I just wanted to say, because of that, it made me think that like uh, I I did handle it in a way where I was like, it's okay, you know, like it's okay that we had a misunderstanding. Right. That's something I think about in relationships all the time because I haven't been in one in so long. That if I do find myself eventually in one, I want to be prepared for the first fight. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean because I know run. it will do a number on me, and I'm going to have to be ready to be like, yeah, exactly. This is not. This is normal and natural. It doesn't mean that it can't work. Right. Um. Anyway. Uh. Any relationship I've been in that there's been fights and has ended. So. Well, I Me mean, too. it depends. I have a nice story. I have a nice quick story. Check in. Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I went to a party on Friday night, last Friday night, and I, was, uh, I had a lovely time. I had been isolating for the past couple of weeks. The heat's been bad. Things aren't going great professionally. <laughs> oh, I've been no. depressed, oh, my God. isolating. And I was like, I got to get out. This is like a very special episode. Well, I mean, you know, it's t- I, I don't know if we you remember, but sad violin music. <laughs> I'm not a big episode. fan of August. I don't know if you remember, Sean. Um, <laughs> but we're now in September. Uh, <laughs> we're almost in October. We're almost in October. This will be October oh when it comes. But out. August, September, they're tough months. Uh, anyway, I went out. I, I went out to a party, and it was very nice, and it was just what I needed. And I was walking back from the party. It was pretty late. It's about two thirty or so. And uh, there were a few couples at the party, and I was one of the, I think the, the the you know the few uh, single people, and, and and I was walking away, and I was just starting to think about like oh man, you know it's just been so long, haven't been in a relationship, haven't met anybody, not really interested in anyone, and I and and when you've been around, I've lived in LA twenty three years now, and you just start to get that feeling of like I just know how things are. You know, I just, it's, it's like this, and this is probably how it's going to be. And you just get this kind of arrogance of like, I've seen it. I've lived it. I know how it goes. This is what it is. Right. That is over there. <laughs> Those are under this. Correct. <laughs> Correct. These are here. Extremely empirical. <laughs> and uh, I was standing at the bridge on sunsets just over Silver Lake Boulevard and uh, I was looking out over the bridge and I was t- took out my phone I was going to tweet something I had all these thoughts in my head and right then a woman just appeared like right next to me just suddenly appears next to me and she's like who are you texting? and I go well I'm not texting anyone I'm about to tweet something to my thousands of followers <laughs> and that got a said? laugh okay and we start chatting, and it was 
so much fun to talk to this complete stranger. She was this beautiful, tall, blonde, attractive British woman who was visiting from San Diego. Beautiful, tall, blonde, and attractive? So, yes. <laughs> That's your the type. Holy yes. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful and attractive. I love attractive I was women. into the beauty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but I, and, and then uh, her friend came by. Her friend was a little drunk. Was she British? Yes, and 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 they had gone to see a friend at the uh, <laughs> not just a British accent. Los that was a Lobos. They were they were British, and uh, and then her friend came by, and then she the friend stumbles away, and we just went right back into talking. You're snuckered. Instant rapport, <laughs> instant rapport, and it was. And then uh, I said, I said, I think your friends, you probably catch up to your friend. She's like, oh yeah, she's going the wrong direction. <laughs> And, and she turns to me and she said, how can we make contact again? I go, find me on Facebook. And then I, she leaves and I remember, I was just like, that was great. That was the right when I like, thought that I, there's no surprises. It's no surprising. No rock has been unturned. Exactly. Like yeah. And it was just, it was. It was like a rom-com moment. Yeah, it really was. It was like a, a meet cute, cute. Night on the bridge. A meet cute. A meet cute. Um, a meet cute. And uh, and then I keep walking up Sunset, and I check my phone like ten minutes later, and she'd already sent me a friend request. Oi, so, governor, be um, me friend. <laughs> she sounds beautiful. <laughs> she had soot all over her face. <laughs> Wave a little bit of luck. Wave a little bit of blooming luck. Wave a little bit. Wave a little bit. <laughs> So uh, I have a new <laughs> British friend who lives in San Diego. That's Fred. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. inspiring. That sounds super fun. Uh, all right. Well, I say we just go right into parting shots without <laughs> taking a break. Sure. Okay. Woo. Um, if you guys are going to be all vulnerable and heartwarming, can I go first? <laughs> <laughs> sure. We've never had a request to go first before on the I parting shots. Much, mm -hmm. But let's get into it. I baked a cake yesterday. <laughs> I, uh, I was kind of hungover from um, having beers after my show, and I woke up and I felt like garbage. So Where did you go to have beers after your show? My house. Oh, I see. I would have invited you guys, mm. but you... But you didn't. Right. Thanks for nothing. That sounded really good. Too. Is uh, there any cake left? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't been home all day, but... Uh, and Jeff's got a sweet tooth. <laughs> but I, I woke up early. When I drink a lot, I don't know about you guys, I can't sleep. I wake up early. And you got to keep drinking until you can't stay awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so hard because I just feel like garbage. Like I don't feel enough energy to do anything, yeah. but I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. So it's mwah, perfect. So I just started watching Chopped. Lots of episodes yeah, yeah, of Chopped. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I literally paused an episode and was like, I'm going to make a cake. I've never made a cake before. That's great. And I went to the store and got the ingredients, and I came back. Cake mix or, or scratch? Scratch. Wow. What kind of cake? Pumpkin. Oh, I love it already. Caramel. Wow. <laughs> Can we all come <laughs> over after this? Sure. I don't like pumpkin. Oh. I weird. love pumpkin. It's really just... I'll have Sean's slice. Uh, oh, but here's the funny <laughs> thing. Jeff was sleeping... And I, because I literally that lazy paused. Lazy bag of bones. <laughs> I, I literally paused chopped 
to go to the store. Before I went to the store, I jumped on the bed and he's like, hi. And I was like, I'm going to make a cake. And he's like, okay. (laughs) While I'm at the store, I get a text from him that's like, where are you? (laughs) The TV's paused. I was like, I'm making a cake, motherfucker. I wasn't kidding. What time was it? Like 10. Oh, this was early in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. Right. And then, uh, so I made it in a slow cooker. Never did that. I'm being so boring, but this is exciting. You made a cake no, in a slow a cooker? Mm-hmm. Huh. You could do that. It makes it real moist. Wow. And uh, mm, <laughs> 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 Moist. Hello. And I did almost nothing yesterday, and I started going to the, I'm a bad person for doing nothing all day. Right. And then I was like, no, today I needed to do nothing, and that's super okay. Right. Good for you. And then I went to I.O. and didn't get the cooler, so it was a... So you really did nothing. Uh, all right, I'll go next. <laughs> but I basically ate cake all day long, and I didn't feel well. <laughs> I'll do it. I. That is so cool. I think that's cool. <laughs> I'll tell you a couple quick things. Uh-huh. One is I just spent two hundred and ten dollars getting my car detailed. Whoa! For the Ooh. first time in years. It makes a, a huge decade. Difference. It looks like a fucking new car. Wow! It's amazing. Rad. Like even the s- the floor mats are clean now, you know. Right. Like you know how many cups of coffee I've spilled in that car. Like there's been times where I've taken a full cup of coffee <laughs> and tried to put it in the cup oh, holder yeah, behind it. me and just dumped the entire thing on the floor. Um, so anyway, it looks amazing. What it's do you totally get? Worth it. Real quick, what do you get for two hundred bucks? Like how much time do they literally spend on the car? A- hours, like an entire day almost. Right. Wow. Um, that's what great. Inspired you to get that done? Uh, just that it looked so shitty. Right. It was so dirty, filthy, disgusting. This feels pointed. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I was reminded of that when you came in the driveway today. By the uh, way, Amber's car is so cool. No, I, at first I was like, because <laughs> he goes, he cool. goes one hundred and eighty dollars for the total detail. And at first I was like, what? Like that's insane. Right. But then I was like, no, let me just do this. And I did it, and I was so happy with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you know? and it'll. Stay cleanish. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's one thing. Um, another thing I'm very excited because I yesterday I pulled the trigger finally on buying tickets to, to see the Dodgers play the Padres in their last game of the season. So I'm going to Dodger Stadium. Nice. Nice. For the first time <gasps> since I moved to LA. For real? You've never been to a game? Never been to a game. Oh. Yeah. That'd be dang. fun. Yeah. So no, I'll what, report what, in on that what, after. Don't, don't drive. drive. Well, I'm not driving, but somebody the, was saying she would drive. Park so. is, the parking is the worst thing in the world, is and it, it will make you hate Dodger Stadium, even right. though it's one of the greatest places in Los Angeles. Right. What, uh, and, it's, and it's at the end of the well, whole experience. Right. Like, well, I was going to say, what um, what time is the game? 12.10. Sat- like a weekend? Sunday. 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 Uh, it's going to be hot. It's going to be really fun. So I don't, can't remember, was Erin Foley ever on this show? Yes. yes. Yeah, so she's coming with me. Oh, oh, nice. And Carl, my friend, who's a bartender at Birds, and somebody else. Who, who are you rooting for? I don't know. I don't know that there'll be stakes in the game because right. I think the Dodgers have to win two more games or the Giants have to win two more games. And whoever wins those two games... Is that close? ...is out of the wow. playoffs. And they're playing four times this week, I believe. So it's going to be decided by that right. time. I don't know a lot of... Stadiums. I don't. I don't go to sports games, but sports I have, games. I have been to uh, <laughs> to Dodger Stadium. It's 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 really nice. It's like it's relaxing. And I'm just you see the silhouette of the palm trees. Yeah, it just makes you. 
I love yeah. LA. Yeah, it is very I love LA. It's cool. Um, okay, so I'll let but you guys know drive. how that goes. Great. Uh, well, Aaron said she would drive, but maybe I'll try to. Maybe she knows something secret. Yeah. yeah, she's probably been to it. Aaron did her podcast in the room after us. Yeah. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very good, <Jenny>. Audible. <laughs> here's, here's another. Uh, here's a question Maybe. I have for you guys. Like, I feel like we have never talked about this. Oh, no. And I don't know why this popped into my head. It's not like I've seen it lately or anything like that. But which of us... My dick. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's late now. Uh, Which of us is which character on Sex in the City? Oh, I think I hate this. Uh And in any other grouping, I wouldn't be. You're Charlotte. I'm Charlotte. Yes. I, oh, I don't know really? the character. Going <laughs> yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah. But we don't have a Miranda. No. Who's Miranda? The main one? Because you're also a Charlotte. <laughs> 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 Is Charlotte so we have two Charlottes. Can we all just be Charlotte? You're the Carrie and you're the Samantha. <laughs> if I only was po- you knew. Sean's the Carrie. Yeah. If Who's Carrie? We, we, I need the real life counterparts. Sarah Jessica Parker's Carrie. All right. That's Kim, Sean. Kim Cattrall is Samantha. And okay. that's Joe. And so Joe's the one who's always going, oh, honey, I'd like to see the pizza in that <laughs> you are you th- yeah, yeah, are you saying that I'm the most sexually charged and <laughs> sassy? A hundred percent. Whoa. Oh, honey, but I'd I love like to see the banana in that peel. <laughs> but we are both the Charlottes, yes. right? And Charlotte is known Like kind for of the naive, innocent, like, oh, how could you say that? Right. And wait, Sean's but with the what, dark Perry? side, right? Yeah. No, but that's mostly because I'm of my shoe collection <laughs> and your sex do. column, <laughs> and, <the hair> do. <laughs> and the fact that I'm married to Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Um, do more of those; those are fun. Uh, I don't. I can't think of it. Golden Girls. Who are we on the si- on the Seinfeld scale of things? Uh, I mean, oh. I would love to be Elaine. I think you are Elaine. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're definitely Elaine, and I think. I feel like Jamie and I are both George <laughs> in a way. I feel like you're both on the George Kramer spectrum. Right. Oh. And I'm Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Newman. <laughs> this is too much fun. We got to go. Hey, yeah, Low Shuffle <laughs> listeners, send in your suggestions for TV casts. <laughs> No, for TV casts and cast us. Who are we? Uh, what let's go next to Joe. Parting shots, Joe. I have a parting shot that goes out to the Circle K Convenience Store <laughs> Corporation. <laughs> As you all well know, I have lived in downtown for almost two years now. And there is a Circle K store that opened about a year ago. There is. Right by my building. Uh, it actually took the place of the original convenience store that was there. It was a Triangle kind of and mom and pop. No, it was this. This originally it was just run by this guy, and uh, uh, they bought out the space. Uh. Now it's corporate, right? So Circle K. However, I do know that it's owned and run by a guy who owns, a, obviously, a very wealthy gentleman who owns the KFC across the street and the apartment building that is across wow. the alley from my apartment building. But obviously, a very wealthy person who has a lot of property and. R- runs the Circle K. Now, when they first moved in... Like, manages it? 
Yeah. That's confusing. Manages it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> honey, I'd like to run your circle, K. <laughs> you want to be Samantha. You can be Samantha. <laughs> you can be Samantha. <laughs> Apparently. Here's the thing. The first, the first thing I noticed about the store was that, be, obviously because of my hours, I would be in there usually anytime between midnight and 6 a.m. And they had like 19-year-old kids running the night shift at a convenience store in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. And it was scary. And I finally, I went in one day and I saw one of the women that was kind of running it at the, during the day. And I, we started talking. Hello. We started talking <laughs> and I said to her, by the, I go, by the I way. I to throw one in during the 19-year-olds, but <laughs> we didn't have the right timing. One of them was gay. And he was so cute because every time he learned my name, so every time I'd walk in, he'd be like, hello, Joseph. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, dude. Um, and I know he wanted he he could be go go dancing right now. He wanted to be a go go dancer at Rage. He quit already because he they they again they I said to this I said to the woman who was working there I go by the way I've noticed that like the kids that are the, the, the people that you have running the store during the night they're too young like right they don't project any sense of like again authority, authority or strength presence Confidence. which you need in a convenience store in the middle of an urban area in a city uh at four in the morning and we need 25 to 35 year old <laughs> women well, you need, with no, tight you shirts jamie please and That's uh samantha comment and <laughs> And so, oh, honey, I'd like to Samantha <laughs> your comment. They it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> 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 they what did hire by that. <laughs> That's a our girl. They did hire older. I would never. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry. We're on the Samantha thing. Uh, they hired a couple older dudes, and. Um, Put that down. And I thought... <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. 88-year-old <laughs> dudes. Uh, so I thought things had gotten better. About a month ago, I walk in, and here's the thing. What, what do you, especially in L.A. in the summer, what do you most associate walking into a convenience Slurpees. store with? Air conditioning. Sure. Right? <laughs> Top 15. You want, it's not, I mean, bottom line... Can you get... Can you buy that at convenience stores? No, well, what I'm saying is, bottom line, when you walk into a convenience store... Give me two air conditionings, store, please. You go... No, you yeah, go... I'll take three for the road. You say, ah, yes, it's always it's nice cool. to walk into one because it's cool. Because everybody who runs a convenience store knows you should make it cool, especially in a hot L.A. summer day, so that it's nice to go in there and buy some shit. The guy who runs the place, the air conditioning broke. He didn't do anything about it for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months ago. Is this multiple by. choice? <laughs> and three weeks. And it is swel <laughs> it's sweltering in there to the point where I walk by the candy bars and I look at it and I go. They're melting. That's melted. And I say, hey, is all the chocolate melted? And the, the kid's just like, yeah. <laughs> And then he puts a lollipop back in his <laughs> mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's no, all melted, you, mister. Just, I'm it, real sorry, but we melted all the chocolate because they won't <laughs> fix the air conditioning. <laughs> Do you know anything about calculus? Because I got homework. That's what kids sound like. 19-year-old <laughs> <laughs> kids. <laughs> yeah. 19-year-old Jewish. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jewish Mexican kids. Do you kid. know anything about homework? <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy to run this convenience hey. store. Hey, homie. Um, that's the thing. I was really. I want to be a go-go dancer at Rage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll finish up. Um, go, go, dancer, Rick Rages. All I want to be. Oh, hey, Joseph. <laughs> hey, Joseph. He's just singing to himself. I was, uh, I was just very. <laughs> oh, my God. Have a melted York peppermint <laughs> patty. I can't wait until I can go be a go, go, dancer, Rick Rage. Oh, hey, Joseph. Want some melted chocolate? No. Somebody's in a mood. <laughs> These M&Ms do melt in your hand. Have your finger on the pulse of the youth. <laughs> anyway, it's a shitty store. <laughs> and, uh, it's a shitty store, and I just got... I didn't think that I was going to get so upset by the guy who runs it, but it just. I just realized how... Uh, I think it's just awful when I was getting to see what it means to be a business owner who just tries to save money right. or cuts every corner possible. And it's just, it's very frustrating. It's like, what are you, you know, you're so wealthy that you don't even have to well, and I think care so about the product that you have. I mean, literally every, imagine a convenience store where every chocolate has melted. That sounds that's inconvenient. ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That's this how bad convenient. this place <laughs> is. I, yeah, I, not at all, right? Uh, yeah. Well, and also it seems nearsighted because they probably make more money if they had the product in right. an appealing way. Right. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. You'd be surprised at how many people buy the melted chocolate anyway <laughs> when people have a sweet tooth. Okay, see you later, Joseph. <laughs> I'm gay. Can't wait till I get to be a go-go dancer rage. And then I'll be go-go dancing rage. <laughs> the best where I've closed my eyes now just to listen to you this voice. You the guy? <laughs> well, I'm picturing the guy and I'm hearing Sean's voice and it's so wrong. <laughs> Anyway, Circle K, it's your franchise on 7th between Broadway and Spring. If any of the executives listen to this podcast, <laughs> you should fucking have a talking... Not far from my office. Have a talking to with that guy because it's uh, terribly run. And I feel bad for the employees that work there. They, the, I mean, you, it's weird when you're, you walk into... Again, you walk into a convenience store when the air conditioning was broken <laughs> and people would walk in and look around like, what's How wrong with this place? Right. Yeah, it was just so ridiculous. And, you, you know, it's a corporation. Come on. Hey, Joseph, I just want to tell you. <laughs> this is more contact than I ever I had heard, with a guy in real life. I heard your <laughs> podcast, and I want to say thank you for sticking up for the little guy. <laughs> That's me. And one of these days, I'm going to get out of here and be a go-go dancer at Rage. When I say 19-year-old Mexican gay kid, is that the voice that you hear? I don't think you ever said Mexican. He is Mexican. Well, then I apologize <laughs> for taking his characterization in a very, very wrong direction. 
It could not be further away. Either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, parting shots, Jamie. Um, I guess I don't have one, but I do have one. Boom. No, it just it, I guess it was to, to say thank you to you guys. And um, I do genuinely feel better having just talked about that stuff. Good. And not like I'm not talking about this stuff with other people as well, but I don't know. Talking about it on this format. and It counts double if there's a microphone. <laughs> right? And I am curious to know if any of our listeners like have the things that have helped them get through. Oh, you're gonna get times. a ton of emails. About Send that. love to Jamie. And I'll no, I don't. It's not and about that. Money to Joe. <laughs> and I'll take money too, actually. <laughs> Just buy T-shirts. Buy all and of the tips t-shirts. to my Google. Our T-shirts are out. P.S. And they're so oh, soft. Right. And are, they're are they so available? Cute. They're available. By the way, you, you didn't met, mention Mexican, but I, that's what I pictured. Yeah. Based on the right. The, the that's what everyone pictured. Yeah. I like to see things my own way. That's how I know I'll someday end up go go dancing at rage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, this has been another episode of The Long Shot. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we got through it, and it's not even midnight. Buy more T-shirts, right? Buy yeah, all of buy the T-shirts. t-shirts. Well, we'll I know we're out time. of some of the sizes. We're gonna work on that. Mm-hmm. Like They're it. super cool, though. I like your big shrug mugging to me when you <laughs> say that. Thank you, Felipe, again. Yeah. Yes, for your artwork, and uh, we'll see you next time on the long shot. Bye bye. Why do you always have to have the last word, Amber? <laughs> <gasps> that tweet was so funny. Yeah. For past and future episodes of the Longshot Podcast, join us online at thelongshotpodcast.com.